I think you're listening to this podcast because you want to improve. You want to become a better developer, manager, or leader. I think that listening to this podcast is a great start, but I have something to help you really go deeper. This is the official Small Batches Way study guide. The study guide charts a path to software delivery excellency from the best books, ideas, and practices. The path is four parts. Understanding of TDD, understanding of software architecture, understanding production operations, and understanding continuous delivery. Get it for free at thesmallbatchesway.com. Hello and welcome to Small Batches with me, Adam Hawkins. In each episode, I share a small batch of the theory and practices behind software delivery excellency. Topics include DevOps, Lean, continuous delivery, and conversations with industry leaders. Now, let's begin today's episode. My team recently discussed the programming languages used in our stack. This conversation can devolve into a tribal war based off of personal opinions and experience. That happens when people think individually instead of thinking about the team. The individual side is just that. Individual based on personal preference and experience. The team side is something else. The literature shows that there is zero correlation between language or technology and a team's software delivery performance. I will repeat that again. Language or tech stack doesn't matter. The choices and way of working with the language or technology matter far more. So in this episode, I'll review the literature behind this assertion and close with guidelines around selecting a language or tech stack. Also, because this is, after all, my podcast, I will spice it up with my own hot takes on language and tech stacks. First, the evidence from the Dora reports mentioned in the DevOps Handbook and Accelerate. Both contain passages on languages and tech stack. The message is simple. Practicing continuous delivery paired with trunk-based development leads to the best software delivery performance. That implies, at best, that language or tech stack is just a proxy variable for achieving continuous delivery and trunk-based development. Let's begin with a passage from Accelerate that addresses the technology choice question. Discussions around architecture often focus on tools and technologies. Should the organization adopt microservices or serverless architecture? Should they use Kubernetes or Mesos? Which CI server, language, or framework should they standardize on? Our research shows that these are the wrong questions to focus on. What technologies or tools you use is irrelevant if the people who must use them hate them or if they don't achieve the outcomes and enable the behaviors we care about. What is important is enabling teams to make changes to their products or services without depending on other teams. So there you go. Focusing on which technologies is wrong. Instead, focus on the flow of changes to production. Now here is another passage from Accelerate. This passage discusses the characteristics that encourage fast flow to production. It is possible to achieve these characteristics with even packaged software and, quote, legacy mainframe systems, and conversely, employing the latest WYSI microservices architecture deployed on containers is no guarantee of higher performance if you ignore these characteristics. The 
characteristics they're talking about are deployability and testability. You can achieve deployability and testability with any architecture or tech stack. That's just on you. Thinking that adopting the latest technology or framework does not automatically make things better. I've been on both sides of new technology. Adopting the latest technology means choosing more unknown unknowns, which negatively impacts testability and deployability. It's rarely pure upside with new technology. Now, just to repeat the point again, the technology, language, or architecture, however you want to group it, does not correlate with team software delivery performance. Here is another useful data point. Download a copy of the latest Dora report and search for language. There is only a single mention, and it's about the language we use to communicate with each other. Mentions of programming languages are largely absent from the research. When they are mentioned, it's in the context of allowing teams to choose which provides them the best deployability and testability. This is what matters, achieving continuous delivery. The language or tech stack is just an implementation detail, not the driving force. Now let's consider my guidelines for leaders and management around choosing a language or a tech stack. These come from a variety of experience with different teams and stacks over the years. These guidelines aim for achieving sustainable continuous delivery across teams. I'm going to read these off just as short bullet points. Choose languages and tech stacks with the smoothest path to production. Agree on two to three gold class stacks for the engineering team and appoint a champion for each. Keep engineers competent inside these gold class stacks. Invest in training as necessary. Self-driven learning is great, but not sufficient. Set buoys, not boundaries, with the stacks. Mark the well-established path and let teams know the consequences of moving away from it. Do not couple new product features to unproven tech stacks. Experiment with new stacks within known product domains. And prefer components with planned release cadences that match your maintenance model, such as LTS releases monthly or something else. And of course, actually commit to the maintenance. I also said I would share my own hot takes on this topic because this is, after all, my podcast. So, here we go. If the language does not have a generic map function, then I'm simply not interested in it. If there is no native HTTP server, then I'm not interested. I'm looking at you, FCGI. I think that Go and Node are a wonderful duo. Robust test suites are more useful than type systems. Here's my corollary. TypeScript is a waste of time, and your types mean nothing. The backend JavaScript ecosystem is a needless churn fest, approached with caution, and the front end ecosystem is far worse. Just don't use MySQL, use Postgres for anything new. The JVM is wonderful, and Java is just meh. Prefer hosted Kubernetes over running it yourself. Redis is not a cache, memcached is. Lastly, binary wire formats such as protobuf are better than plain text formats such as JSON. Well, that's enough of that. Flame me in the comments. 
And that's all for this batch. Head over to smallbatch.fm slash 94 for links to recommended self-study on software delivery performance and ways to support the show. I hope to have you back again for the next episode. So until then, happy shipping.